My mom used to live here. She didn't tell you anything about the place where you're going? No. Hello and welcome back to Scream 101. I am Brennan. And I am Sergio. And this is a podcast about horror movies. I don't know why I try to re-describe it every time. I'm always a failure. Okay. That so was a real per- like a perfect description right there. That I'm always a failure? Yes. Oh, well, thank you. Um, we're reviewing the final Leprechaun movie of this godforsaken marathon. Um, but first, let's do 10-word review of a movie we watched in the past week. It's called Jumanji The Next Level. And Sergio, I would love to hear your thoughts. <gasps> well, Brennan, I left my my notes over there. Oh, my God. So go go get them. I was going to see if I could try to recall it from memory. No, because you have your list there, too. We need it. Fine. I'm on my way. Okay. Mavoy. <laughs> my God. We are a mess. I have spent the past 30 minutes preparing my notes, setting up the equipment, doing all this stuff, and you spent the last 30 minutes leaving a piece of paper on the couch. I was getting ready. It takes a lot of work to look this cheap. Do you well, know who quote, who said that? You? Dolly Parton. Oh, oh yes. We do love Dolly. So what's your review of Jumanji The Next Level? All right, so Jumanji The Next Level, a smorgasbord of celebrity and whimsy in a fantastical script. Breathtaking. Ooh, and my review is celebrities doing impressions of other celebrities. Make a hundred more. <laughs> yes. We want more. Okay, so here is the plot of 2018's Leprechaun Returns. Oh, wait, I was using the one from IMDb. Okay, 25 years ago, a young woman and her friends stopped an evil leprechaun by shoving a four-leaf clover in its mouth and watching its melting body fall into a well in North Dakota. (laughs) What happened to his pot of gold is anyone's guess. Today, the property is run by the AU Sorority House of a premier eco-science college. A group of students decide to spend their summer vacation turning the house into a perfect green living abode. And it would be challenging enough without the depraved leprechaun they unwittingly revive. Now he's back and determined to get his gold by teaching these ladies a lesson in murder. Except they aren't having it. The women band together to find his gold and add taking down a misogynistic leprechaun to their course load. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. This is very thorough. Yeah. And I don't know. Th- I, I don't know that I'd specifically call him misogynistic. He just likes to murder any living being, really. Yeah, he's an equal opportunist. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, but I mean, he's not not misogynistic. I guess it just seemed like a specific thing to lobby against the leprechaun. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, we rate all of our movies on scariness, campiness, effects, and quality out of five. Sergio, what's your scariness score? Three. Yeah. Three. Okay. You said that with all the confidence of someone who is lying. Um, well, these movies have never been scary. Uh-huh. These movies shine on campy. So why was this one scary to you? Because it had it made an effort to like, well, I guess what was scary to me, you know, as we define scary, it's like people think of scariest things like, you know, when you look away from the screen, like you're afraid of what comes next. Uh huh. And that's truly what I did for this movie. I looked away from the screen. Afraid of what was going to come next. Okay. Because the gore was really top-notch on this one. It was. That's true. It was very unsettling. And you do have a kind of physical reaction to gore. A lot more than I do. My re- physical reaction is pumping my fist and going, yes. And yours is the opposite. <laughs> well, see, for me, I like to see people's innards stay their innards. 
You, on the other hand, like to see innards become outerage, which is very strange. No, just it's how I study biology. Because it's just very strange because like veins freak you out. And yet it's if true. those veins were to become on the outside, you'd be like, yes, give me more. Um, you're right about that. I, I Well, I think the reality of the human body is disgusting to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, the special effects of just like blood spraying everywhere, I just find amusing. Mm-hmm. Um, it, in kind of the same way of when people get slime dumped on them at Nickelodeon award shows, it's just, it's excessive and it's not really anything. Mm-hmm. I do love slime at Nickelodeon award shows. As a kid, I always vowed that that would be me. Like but you're like one day I will get to be slimed on this stage yeah. or and you I, would be the kid sliming Helen Mirren. Yeah. It was going to be me getting slimed. Maybe I could also do that to you, but I mean, yeah. All right. So if they ever have a best podcast teen choice award <laughs> for gay horror couple, we'd sweep oh, yeah. that category. Okay, Brandon, continue. Um, well, I mean, I'm giving it a one out of five on scariness. Cause you know, this is the eighth leprechaun movie. Um, it is scary that somebody making this movie decided to actually try and make an effort to make a movie. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what about the past seven movies made you think that you needed to do this? But good on you. <laughs> um, but no, really the scariest part of the movie is that the main character, whose name I believe is Lila, um, she's taking a shower and the leprechaun flushes the toilet. And I was like, the horror. <laughs> Has that ever happened to you? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, it's bad. Um, my old um the the house where i grew up like we used to have like a really like solid shower curtain so like if someone needed to pee they could duck in really quick and the person in the shower like would not be seen or whatever Mm -hmm. and if they forgot that the shower person was happening and they flushed the toilet it was pure torture you become flayed alive (laughs) um anyway so yeah i felt really bad for lila in that moment um, but nothing else, none of the gore, none of the spookiness of the leprechaun just jumping out, being like, hey, gotcha. No, um, I had a lot of fun with that. This is definitely a fun horror movie. Yeah. It's like a fun uh, sleepover, um, thrills and chills kind of thing. But I personally, you know, I'm not having any nightmares because of this. I'm not staying up at night. Look, the only thing keeping me up at night is that I ate too many brownies and almost threw up. Did you really? Yeah. It's okay. I won't make you any more brownies. Um, Thank you. Just weed brownies. Uh, that will not help. Yeah. Not at It'll all. It'll help me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be able to sleep just fine. Um, okay. So, Brennan, are we moving on? Is there anything else we can, like, ring out from this category? No, I think that's it for that one. Yeah. Um, one thing that I'll say, because we're going to go into what? Campiness or effects? Campiness. Campiness. What's something that I can turn into a campy situation? Um, hmm. I think... That the campiest thing for me, and also like a really good effect too, so we'll probably be bringing it back, is our introduction to the leprechaun when he comes back. So apparently you need like remnants of the leprechaun and the le- those remnants need to touch the gold, interact with his gold in some way to like bring him back. That is a new addition to the mythology. Yeah. And so what but, happens oh, is our friend, what's our friend's name? Ozzy. Ozzy. Returning from the first movie. Yeah, good for the them. The same actor. Big get, big get, I gotta say. <laughs> um, so he comes back and he's like, for some reason he's drawn to the well. Uh, and so he goes to the well where his leprechaun had done died, as was explained in Brennan's beautiful synopses. Mm-hmm. And like the well just explodes. It, it bursts. A bunch of water like flies into his face. And he drinks it, and then slowly but surely, he gets pregnant. Um, <laughs> so, 
<laughs> he gets pregnant. Um, he doesn't know, but we eventually see the leprechaun being born out of his belly. Yeah, it was immaculate conception. Yeah. Um, the true story, the reason for the season. The greatest story ever told. <laughs> yeah. And then he just he bursts out. And so, one, it was incredibly gory. It was really gross. It was a really good effect. Um, it's also fucking campy as hell because, like, it's just a little leprechaun being born out of him and saying jokes on his way out, right? Well, he said it, something it, lame. He said, Papa, which was kind of great. Yeah. And then I'm sure he said some joke that was less great, but, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I say all that to say that beautiful scene, that rendition of the Savior, um, <laughs> gets earns this movie a four, a solid four. Okay. I'm giving this movie a four on campiness as well. Yes. Um, I found this movie. Look, I mean, I just kind of made a, I, I kind of dragged some of the jokes a little bit, but this movie has the highest hit ratio of jokes of any of these movies. Yes. Lila's surprisingly funny. Yeah. The, let me look up the actress who played her. Um, because yeah, that lead performance is actually very, you know, humorous and comedic and mm-hmm. she's actually quite skilled. This is the first time an actor in a Leprechaun movie has been interesting beside Warwick Davis. Mm -hmm. I will make a side note to that or an additional note. And that's that I thought the cast as a whole, with the exception of the male characters, were really good. Yeah, I agree with that. And the 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 woman in question, her name is Taylor Spritler. Mm -hmm. She was also in Amityville, The Awakening. So she loves some sequels. Mm -hmm. Um, She was good. The electrician friend was great. Um, the friend who was whose whole goal in life was to make the world a better place, uh-huh. but also using like the tools of capitalism to do that. Interesting the story there. Mm-hmm. Um, she was really funny, um, and the drunk friend, you know. Yeah, there, there's a lot of really solid one-liners performed by capable actresses. Uh huh. Um, and that makes up for the fact that the leprechaun is not quite there. He's no Warwick Davis. Yeah, and that's not look. That is not the fault of what is his name. That's not the fault of Lyndon Porco, which Look, is the name of the guy who's playing the leprechaun this time. Lyndon um, Porco did a great job, but I yeah. mean, like, metaphorically speaking, he had some big shoes to fill. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, it, it is, again, it's absolutely not his fault that he's not Warwick Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the same way of when you're watching a franchise that for the bulk of it has the same person playing the villain, um, you just can't replace them, no mm-hmm. matter how good of a performance you're giving. Mm-hmm. Um, that's you can't replace Freddy Krueger. Yeah, you can't replace the Leprechaun. Mm-hmm. And I thought he did solid, though. He did. He did. He was ca- competent um, at keeping the energy of what the Leprechaun meant. Mm-hmm. He just, you know, literally couldn't make his face, voice, and body be Warwick Davis, yeah. and he couldn't give Warwick Davis his performance. Yeah. Which is the one thing I find this movie to be missing. Because otherwise, it's such a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, not all the jokes land, but I would say about 70% of them do. Yeah. And this might be the first Leprechaun movie to actually make jokes <laughs> that, you know, are recognizable in form and structure as comedy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they all make jokes, and I think that... Um, one thing that might have been off wasn't necessarily um, Porco. That was his name, right? Lyndon Porco. Uh, Lyndon's uh, like re- not reception delivery of those jokes. Uh-huh. It was more like that the lines themselves weren't that great. No, the the leprechaun jokes are not great. The jokes from the girls are pretty great. Yeah, so I I chalked that up to writing more than anything. 
Um, the script was a little uneven for the leprechaun parts. But, you know, hey, this is good all around. These aren't really complaints. I'm just nitpicking at this point. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it was just – it was so great. Like, there are definitely – there are some, you know – I, I kind of wrote down, like, a list of some of the bad jokes and some of the good jokes. Like, Let um, me have them – well, there, you know, the leprechaun, one of his first lines is, I love the smell of me gold in the morning. And you're like, okay, this is nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like a weird pun about like a green footprint. And I'm like, it's actually a carbon footprint. And this makes no sense. Mm-hmm. And there's jokes about, you know, cr- the shoes, croc shoes and Priuses. And he makes a very strange hammer time joke. <laughs> um, and it, just that kind of stuff doesn't really work. Um, These are all parts for the leprechaun. Yep. Now um, give me some of the jokes that land. Some of them that had you rolling. Yeah. Well, okay. There, there are a couple pretty good jokes that are just slight skewering of horror movie tropes, where the girls start to dramatically walk somewhere and then realize, like, oh, that's not the right direction, or, mm. oh, wait, we could just take this car, <laughs> or you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Those were good. Um, there was one girl where she was like, "There's only one choice left to do," and she says her thing, but the other girl's like, "Run away forever." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was pretty great. That was a great delivery. Um, and the best leprechaun kill um, quip in the franchise, because the first movie gave us the inimitable "fuck you, Lucky Charms," but this one is like, "Did somebody order a shamrock shake or something like that?" When she's gonna make him explode, uh-huh. and I was like, "Oh, that's actually funnier." <laughs> I thought that that joke was kind of lame. I liked how she thought it was a good joke. Yeah, because she's like, oh, I wish someone was around to hear that one. <laughs> it's like we were. The audience was. Dramatic irony. Um, is that dramatic irony? No. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Brennan. Continue. Um, there's also a line that's like, you're not dead. Good for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, the leprechaun did get one joke that I liked where he was marveling at somebody's smartphone. And he was like, What? a telephone and a Walkman all in one. And the girl's like, what's a Walkman? And he's like, forget it. Mm. <laughs> Just his frustration at that was pretty funny. Um, One thing that I thought was good, it was interesting. You know, maybe it's telling that I was fooled into thinking that. Okay, spoilers. Okay, yeah. Uh, So the leprechaun makes a deal with the drunk girl that he will let her, he won't lay a hand on her if she delivers him Lila's character. Yeah. Who is Jennifer Aniston's daughter. Yeah. From the first movie. Yeah. Um, and so, like, we see them, like, talking. We don't see them actually make the deal. But she ends up, like, leaving the house, like, screaming um, and running and telling them, yo, there's a leprechaun in here. And I took a picture with him. And I thought, oh, okay, maybe this drunk girl isn't as dumb as we all, th- like, thought she was. Like, you know, and so easily persuaded. Because uh-huh. I legit thought, you know, oh, maybe she's just not going to. Not going to go for it. Uh-huh. Um, she's going to get them all to safety. It will be because of drunk girl that we all survive. And no, it was because of drunk girl that lots of them did not survive. Mm-hmm. But that was, I thought, well executed. Yes, you're right. <laughs> you disagree? No, no, no. I just, I, I, I don't know. I distracted myself and then I was like, oh, yes, we're talking still. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's just some really fun stuff. Um, they have a, they find like an old list of the leprechaun's powers that was made by the people from the first movie and it includes uh super strength telekinesis and really good impressions Mm. um it's just it's kind of it's a fun movie um 
Yeah. Um, one thing that I would say was campy on the like bad movie side of things is when the when Lila is trying to use her telephone her her cell phone's flashlight to like search for the leprechaun, the screen of her cell phone is also lit up completely white, which I get because they needed to light her in the scene where there was no lights mm. on. Um, but also if as an actual function of the phone, if your phone screen was blinding you in a dark room while your flashlight was also on, you would not be able to see anything. Yet she managed to pull off that scene, and that shows you the level of acting she was giving us. Yes, the Meryl Streep of the Leprechaun franchise. You joke, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's your effects score, Sergio? Four. Me too. The effects in this movie, wild. <laughs> um, yeah, we haven't even talked about the drone yet. No, the leprechaun rides a drone and uses it to decapitate someone. Yes. So first off, I'm so happy that the franchise returned to giving the leprechaun things to ride in. Oh, yeah. He also rides like a postal service truck, right? Yeah. Because it's like that was the one thing that was missing from the last couple movies is the leprechaun just using vehicles. Yes. They also, sorry, they brought back that he's obsessed with uh, cleaning shoes, too, which I really liked. Mm -hmm. So it was a good return to like the leprechaun that we all know and love. Um, and then they upgraded it. So in addition to the shamrock, sh- sh- in addition to the shamrock shake oh joke, um, which is very current because who doesn't recognize a, sh- a shamrock shake? Oh Dude, just point at me if you need to say that phrase, and I'll say it for you. As a thing that has been invented in the past ten years, that people are obsessed. Oh my god, obsessed, obsessed with. with. <laughs> Wait, the past ten years? Isn't that an ancient drink? Isn't that really old? Fuck if I know. I just feel like I've heard about it in the last 10 years. This uh, can't be true. I'm sorry. I'm looking this up. We keep going. Okay. Anyways, so they do that. And then they re- introduce a drone as well, which is very current and very of the times. And so, so yeah. So I liked all of these new things that they did for the Leprechaun. Yeah. What about the effects? Um. Well, let's see. Oh, one really cool. Okay. So the drunk girl eventually dies. You know, spoiler alert. She done kicked the yeah, bucket. Yeah, people die in this leprechaun movie. Um, and the leprechaun, true to his word, he did not lay a finger on her, but he, like, used his telekinesis powers uh-huh. to, like, God, I sound so drunk right now. You do. Telekinetic powers to, like, hurl a sprinkler through her head. And then the sprinkler somehow is still operating. And it's like, Look, we don't think about this. Yeah. Uh, it's like throwing out her blood instead of water. Yeah. Like, her 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 head is kind of jerking back and forth and spraying out blood like a sprinkler and it's hilarious and great it reminds me a lot of there's a scene in my bloody valentine where uh a lady gets her head impaled on like the pipe of a shower and water is spraying out through her mouth Mm -hmm. Mm, great stuff um other good effects oh one effect that really like i had to look away because it's so gross and it's you like turning one of the things that i love solar power solar panels which help create the sun into solar power uh-huh. that we can use with low carbon footprint emitted or whatever uh-huh. um and it used those things into into a killing of the boyfriend the useless well yeah. ex-boyfriend the leprechaun sent a solar panel flying off of the roof and slicing this dude right in half yeah to be fair he had it coming because he didn't listen to the electrician girl that he was doing it wrong he didn't he was like you're just mad that we slept together and she's like no you're literally doing it wrong yeah she was fully capable and much better suited to be a man than i am because oh i can't do okay, anything well, like that okay <laughs> any any gender any sex can do anything we're cool fine um, yeah you're right 
Oh, that was super problematic of me. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I I I repent. <laughs> Look, in, you, that joke was made in the interest of self-deprecation, but also gender equality. <laughs> yes, you're right. Um, but yeah, no, like claws through the stomach. There's a trowel through the head. Um, there is a lot of great kills in this movie that are super fun and super gross and splashy and gory. Um, um, on the trowel to the head one, that one was really funny, even though it was the death of probably my favorite character. Cause she's the one that's the, the, the eco-friendly sister. Yeah. She's the one that's kind of like most like me. Uh-huh. Um, she like has this really great line where she's like, I spent last summer, um, protecting pygmy elephants or something from poachers in Africa. Uh-huh. And she's like, I can handle you. And the very next thing is that she dies. Yeah. It's, that was kind of sad. I was kind of hoping for like a more <laughs> badass moment, but it is a cool effect. So it's funny in that like, you know, she dies right after that really big delivery. So uh-huh. that is it's, true. It's funny. And we do get a double final girl in this movie, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Although I would say the original Leprechaun, like, almost everyone survived. So, like, it's not really groundbreaking necessarily. Yeah. Um, But it's cool. And also, we didn't super mention specifically, like, this is a sequel only to the first one that ignores all the other sequels. Um, which is very trendy right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it worked. And we got a pretty decent impressionist m- making a, a Jennifer Aniston voice at one point. Yeah. Question. Yes. Did this movie, um, did it get a wide release? Or was it VOD? I think it was direct to video, yeah. Yeah, that's a shame. Because I thought it was a really good movie that, you know, maybe if it hadn't been the eighth movie or yeah, the eighth movie in a <laughs> franchise, um, it would have gotten a wide release because it was so good. Yeah, well, I mean, only, I think, two Leprechaun movies were ever released in theaters. Mm-hmm. So it's not really what this franchise is. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't think it's a detriment necessarily, but it also, the state of the direct-to-video or VOD market these days, it, it just didn't make a splash, and that is that is disappointing. Uh-huh. Because, um, sorry, okay. even though, like, Leprechaun in the Hood was a direct-to-video movie. People still are aware of it and talked about it mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. But this mm-hmm. this movie really flew under the radar, mm-hmm. which is kind of a shame. Yeah, because it was good. It was a good sorority movie. It was a good movie about women acting together mm-hmm. to, like, accomplish a goal. Um, yeah, it was just – it was a really top-notch movie. Yeah, it was super fun. And also, I did look it up. Uh, guess when the Shamrock Shake was introduced? Ten years ago? 1970. Oh. So I don't know what you're on about, but – Sorry to disappoint. Okay. Well, whatever. Um, <laughs> anyway, what's your quality score for Leprechaun Returns? Um, my quality score is four. Ooh, I like that a lot. I think I'm going to stick with a three for me just because... Because you, you know, hate women. Oh, my God. Shut up. No, just because it's still like not all the jokes are working for me. It is, you know, still like... A leprechaun movie mm-hmm. <laughs> there, there's kind of some some rottenness at the core of what this is doing but this mm-hmm. is a really exquisite leprechaun movie yeah it's um, better than a number of the more recent ones that we saw oh yeah um especially the last one which was not a leprechaun movie so yeah go ahead continue i interrupted you yeah i would just say i i rated this on letterboxd a seven out of ten and that can either translate to a four or a three, like on the five point scale. And I selected a three, but I, I did. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And I liked it because um, it was a good return to form. Uh, the di- the script itself was really well constructed. Um, the characters seemed they were just all so solid. Everyone had a really believable 
um, like, what would you call it? Not a character arc, but just, I guess, character. Yeah. Personality. Yeah, personality. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> um, they were very collegial to one another. I imagine it was nice working on that set. And who doesn't love that? Sure. Um, and I would say, I think the thing... <laughs> I've mentioned this before, but the thing that would get me to a four on this is if it was Warwick Davis. I think then it would be a perfect Leprechaun movie. Then that would be a five. Potentially, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the the this Leprechaun, again, not to knock his performance, mm-hmm. but also the voice I found to be a little muffled. I think they didn't do any ADR with him. They just had him perform on set with the makeup, and mm-hmm. it just kind of makes it a little hard to distinguish syllables sometimes. Mm-hmm. It, it sounds like, you know, he's kind of, I don't know, got some dental tools in his mouth or something. Mm -hmm. And it, or like in any vampire movie or TV show from, you know, before the 2000s, um, when they were talking with the teeth and you kind of couldn't really hear them because they just had the big plastic teeth in their mouths. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's the kind of effect that was happening with his voice, which I wasn't really into. And I don't know. I just, I miss, I miss Warwick Davis, but this again is the best case scenario of we literally couldn't have asked for more because especially after Leprechaun origins, I was expecting just the pure pits of hell. Yeah. I was expecting maybe a sequel to that one. God. (laughs) Um, when we were back in the fields, Hornswoggle's back y'all. So I was pleasantly surprised when like the house from the first movie was back when Ozzy was back when we got a continuation with Jennifer Aniston's story. When we got really good characters, and originally I was really annoyed with most of the sorority sisters, but like as we continued on, I was just so like, okay, I was like, I like these girls. I want them all to live. They've all given me a reason to enjoy them and their characters. And the movie hates the male characters, which it's like fair. Yeah, <laughs> you got you know what I want. I want shitty male characters to get their comeuppance, and sure enough, they do. Um, so I just thought it was really good. It was enjoyable. It's something that I would rewatch. Um, and yeah, it was perfectly suited for this time and place right now. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it's such a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that wraps that up. We are going to rank all of the Leprechaun movies. But first, here's how you can get in contact with the show. You can find us on Twitter at Scream101Pod. Email us at Scream101Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review. Give us five stars. Uh, just like, just pretend we have Warwick Davis. <laughs> hmm. Um, and we're keeping him hostage. I don't know. Like it's just, he, he knocks up everything to five stars. Okay. That was a weird joke. Whatever. I make them up on the spot. They're not always good. Yeah. Um, anyway, so next week we're going to be catching up with gremlins to the new batch. Um, but now it's time, time to rank all eight of the leprechaun movies that we watched this has been our whole year pretty much mm-hmm. um let's start at the bottom surge what's your number eight my number eight movie brendan yeah um is leprechaun four in space leprechaun in space Ooh, i th- i figured there were only two options for your number four and that's not the one i would have expected um but no you're right it's quite bad yeah, I hated it. I, it was nonsensical. We never get an explanation as to why the leprechaun's in space and why he's with these ginormously boobed women. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Okay. Um, my number eight is Leprechaun Origins because that I genuinely think is one of the worst movies of the 21st century. Um, I wouldn't say that necessarily. I think it's a terrible leprechaun in terms of the franchise that is movie. True. Um, if it had just been its own 
thing, it would have been fine if it was just the monster of Glasgow or, I don't know, what's the place in Ireland? Of Ireland Dublin. The monster of Dublin. No, that's James Joyce. The monster of a city <laughs> outside of Dublin. Um, you know, that'd be great. But it chose to be a Leprechaun Origins movie and it failed in that aspect. That is very true. But um, it was more entertaining than the space movie, which made absolutely no sense. I don't know. I disagree. Um, we'll get to that. Um, but I just I found Leprechaun Origins to be also stupendously ugly. And the lighting oh, was yeah. rough. Is very true. Yeah. So just as a film, as far as films go, it it's 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 a, it's a rough watch. What's your number seven? I assume it's this one, right? Leprechaun Origins. Okay, cool. Yeah. So that for all the reasons listed, for all the reasons listed in the Leprechaun Origins episode, this movie is a seven. It's slightly above number eight because it was more like a tightly, like a tightly packed story. Yeah. It, it's like coherent mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, and ish. Not, I wouldn't say that. It's just it's one thing. Uh huh. And Leprechaun in Space did not have that. Well, see, here's the thing. My number seven is Leprechaun Four in Space, and what rose above the the bottom for me is first of all, the, Warwick Davis. Well, Warwick Davis, sure. Um, the best character in um, Western literature, Doctor Mittenhand, um, is in this movie still. <sighs> Uh, even though it's really tedious and awful, I do love Doctor Mittenhand a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what's your number six? Leprechaun Two. Oh, okay. Because I was trying to, like, when you were making this list, you were asking me for like details on the movies as a refresher, uh-huh. and I was feeding you so many details, and you were not remembering anything from this movie. I so. don't. It makes me wonder how I saw the second movie for the first time. <laughs> Um, and I even saw some clips to like jog my memory and nothing happened. Tragic. Um, I think I completed it with Leprechaun 3. That's fair. We watched a lot of these and over the course of several months, I'm going to try and fix that so we can make better rankings in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, thinking about it. Uh, But Leprechaun 2 at the very least is better than the second last two movies on my list. Yeah. That's why it's there. And my number six is actually the original Leprechaun. <gasps> which you know you dare defame the name of leprechaun uh, i do because it's a very bad movie <laughs> um i think the sequels you know kind of fill in the camp more but the first leprechaun i find just dull as dishwater <laughs> mm-hmm. i disagree um but we will get to that when i review leprechaun yeah all right so my number f- what were we on five five is leprechaun back to the hood oh and mine's leprechaun in the hood <laughs> Okay. Um, but yeah, so why, how did, do you have anything to say about Back to the Hood? Um, well, my number four is Leprechaun in the Hood. And my number four is Leprechaun Back to the Hood. So <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about why we liked the other movies yeah, more sure. and why they're higher on our list. So I liked In the Hood a little bit more because I thought that the character relationships was a little bit more believable. And I liked the story of the three friends just kind of like going on an odyssey to like rescue mm-hmm. themselves from the leprechaun curse. I thought that was great. Um, uh, I was going back and forth between whether or not I liked back in the hood more than in the hood. And I think I just settled on the fact that um, more people survived in leprechaun in the hood. And I legitimately cared about their 
character survival in that movie. Okay. Not necessarily so much in Back to the Hood. Yeah, for Back to the Hood, I think it falls apart in the third act, but I really like the characters, minus one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I think it's the Leprechaun's best fashion moment. The Leprechaun Mm -hmm. looks real good in this one Mm -hmm. Um, in terms of what he's wearing and in terms of the makeup. Like, he's a really good villain Mm -hmm. in this one. Mm -hmm. And I just, I like pretty much every personage in this movie more than the first one. Another thing that I liked about In the Hood a little bit more. Okay. Leprechaun got a little dance number. He did. He did get to rap. Lep in the hood, come to do no good. Yeah, that didn't happen in Back to the Hood. It they missed the ball. They really did. So what's your number three? Number number three is Leprechaun Returns. Oh, okay. So that's this movie. Yeah, um, heard of it. <laughs> uh, very little else needs to be said. It was really good. Yeah. You should all see it. And Get the to the box. Wait, no, red box. Yes. Um, and my, my number three is Leprechaun 3, the one where they go to Vegas, which I think is a lot of fun. I love the wishing coin. Mm-hmm. Um it's just, you know, not my top two. Fair enough. My number two is Leprechaun. Okay. Just because we love an original. Yeah. You know, the original movie should always be number one, in my opinion. Um, and yet it's not. It's not. It should always be respected. <laughs> it should always be respected. Um, I do judge people who, like, rank the sequels better than the original. So I guess I'm judging myself. And me harshly. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I just... I can't stop thinking about people who think Scream 2 is better than Scream the first. Well, that's true. No, because Scream is a masterpiece. Leprechaun is not a masterpiece. It's not. Um, I'd say, it obviously, it had something. It had whatever spark that allowed the rest of the movies to exist, and that is worth, well, maybe not in this franchise worth respecting, mm-hmm. but like the, the first entry of anything gave you everything else, and it's worth acknowledging that yeah. always. Because, I mean, so many of the movies, like, the first one is better than the subsequent sequels. Scream. Uh-huh. Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh-huh. Halloween. Uh-huh. I think the exception might be Friday the 13th. Yeah. No, when when you start in a <laughs> lower place, it can be more interesting mm-hmm. to watch the sequels. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's why it's my number two. Okay. Uh, my number two is Leprechaun 2, which was really low on your list um, because you don't remember it. But I just think Leprechaun 2 is so wild and out there. It's the one where if she sneezes three times and no one says bless you, she becomes married to the Leprechaun. Uh-huh. And there's just all kinds of wild oh, shit Oh, she's going trying on to make it movie. as an actress, right? I th- she's living in L.A. I don't think she's trying to act. Okay. I don't remember. Well, I guess all the actors in this movie are trying to make it as actors. Yeah. Um, super meta. Um, so my number one. Yeah, hit me with it. Leprechaun 3. The Vegas one. I liked it because there was gay representation. Gay rights. Oh, yeah. The, you mean like, that like mafia guy and his like beefy muscle man? Yes. Yes, that's true. Oh, in Leprechaun 3, I forgot to mention, um, Caroline Williams gives like a really great performance. She plays that kind of like haggish lady who wishes to become beautiful. Um, she's She's so terrific in that movie. Mm-hmm. She was so funny. Yeah. Truly a delight. Yes. Reason for the season. And my number one is Leprechaun Returns. <gasps> I think this is the only movie that is maybe good <laughs> out They're of all, all of them. great. Um, I'd say even though it's mixed, it's the one that I can look at and be the most like, oh, this is a movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's the bar none, the funniest Leprechaun movie. And... Maybe not 
conceptually the goriest. Like there are some more fun kills in other Leprechaun movies, but mm-hmm. it is in execution the goriest and like coolest looking special effects of the Leprechaun movies. Mm-hmm. And I just had a blast with it. I really, really loved it. I respect that. I thought about putting it higher on my list, but I was like, I can't disrespect the gays and I can't disrespect the original Leprechaun. That's fair. So number three is a perfect place for it. I'm It'll always be number one and number three in my heart. <laughs> Great. Okay, well, that that does our rankings. We'll see you next week, and until then, good luck on your journey. All right, but before that, oh, okay, sorry. I just wanted to say a special happy holidays to our listeners. All of you are great, Mook, Jordan, Jordan. I was trying to think Jamie? of somebody else's names. Well, Jamie, yeah. Um, God, Jamie I tried loves to, your voice I was so trying much. to name Parker. That's the person whose Parker. name I was stuck on because I was starting in the Midwest and slowly coming closer. Oh, to okay, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> but literally just those four. Matt, too, I guess. Um, and other people. Um, yeah, it's nice interacting with you guys on Twitter. Yeah. Um, also, Jamie got really mad at me when I tried to get you to have more energy in your voice. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm Fuck sorry, Fuck you, Jamie. Brennan. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so so that's it. Oh yeah, and thank you to Jordan for that beautiful gif of gifts of the gif was a gift and the gif is of gifts. The gif of gifts, you know, it's a new expression of the king of kings. Yes, but it is like you really didn't have to go to the trouble for that, and the fact that you did is very nice and sweet. And thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. All right, we wishing you a happy holiday season. Merry coffee. Merry coffee. Good luck on your journey. And stay gold, everybody. Bye. This episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. It's podcasts for the weird at heart.